0: Hello, bonjour, salam, hola, sawadika and salamat from Geneva, Switzerland. You are listening to Perspectives and I'm your host Shazira Sawai. Perspective is a podcast series produced by the Association for the Prevention of Torture. We hope to bridge voices and inspire hope with updates and stories from all around the world on torture prevention. This week will be the final part of the Do No Harm Principles and Detention Monitoring episode. So far we've heard from two experts and petitioners, Dr. Karina from WHO and Professor Hans Wolf from the European Committee on Prevention of Torture or CPT. For today we'll be listening to Dr. Elena Leclerc from International Committee of the Red Cross or ICRC. Dr. Elena is the head of the healthcare in Detention Unit. As some of you may already know, the ICRC is an independent organization ensuring humanitarian protection and assistance for victims of war and armed violence around the world. If you want to learn more about the ICRC, you can visit the website at www.icrc.org. For now, let's hear from Dr. Elena.
1: I'm working as a head of a program, healthcare and detention program in Geneva at ICU headquarters. And um, I mean, in ICRC, we are visiting places of detention in more than 100 countries across the globe and uh, having more than 50 countries where, where we have health activities in prisons. What
0: are some of the main things that oversight bodies need to remember when they plan a visit during the current situation?
1: I think the, the balance between what We expect what will be the humanitarian impact of our activities, and the related risks should be really, really carefully balanced and measured. And for this, uh, we are normally asking many questions to ourselves, but I give you just a few examples. First of all, we need to know what is the situation in the country according to the WHO sources, according to the national authorities, what are the uh, infectious uh, protection and control measures are in place, Uh, put in place by the National Health Ministries, if possible, to know in advance if the the personal uh, protective equipment is available and used in prisons. Because again, if, if not, how it will be perceived if your team comes with a mask?
0: What should oversight bodies do when they visit the quarantine areas in the detention places?
1: Now in the visit also, in some prisons we will find, and it's what is happening today in the world, in the prisons, there are quarantine areas specifically dedicated inside prisons. So in this area, prisoners detainees, they will be asymptomatic um, they will be just contained there for the period of 14 days uh, confined in these areas before going to the, the dormitories the, the, the block cells so in this area if there is no contact uh, with symptomatic suddenly a new case so then there is again no uh, no special PPE required inside the prison health facility and if our health professionals when they are visiting this these areas they will follow the recommendations of WHO and every Everything will depend on presence of symptomatic uh, patients, people symptomatic uh, with um, with COVID. I I think it will happen rarely because in this situation, we really recommend that the, the sick people are transferred and referred to health facilities. But there are some areas where the aerosol-generating procedures are performed. Then, of course, it will be, again, according to the WHO recommendations with the FFP2 masks, N95 and other more heavier personal protective equipment. So you can easily refer to the WHO guidelines and it just will be the same recommendations that we follow.
0: How should detention places manage or handle deaths caused by COVID-19. Is there a risk of transmission in such a situation?
1: First of all, there is no yet evidence or confirmed cases of transmission of COVID-19 from that. But however, the management of that should be properly done. Uh, And uh, first of all, it's for the families to, to allow them to mourn their deaths, to reduce psychological trauma but also to to avoid uh, that that is unaccounted due to uh, the lack of proper documentation. So the the whole procedure should be done as they would be done for any other case of death. And the the staff who uh, will be either monitoring that or working directly with uh, situations to be properly equipped uh, and trained. What is important to remember here that as because in, again, in many prisons, maybe COVID the testing capacities are very poor or maybe very limited. So it will be difficult to confirm cases, but even a suspect case of COVID should not constitute a derogation from a comprehensive investigation of a death in custody. So the handling of bodies or conducting an autopsy or external forensic examination should still take place. And uh, with the respect of of course, of proper, again, protective measures.
0: And that concludes our Do No Harm Principles and Detention Monitoring three-part episode. I would just like to share with you three points from our experts' presentations. First, the principle of Do No Harm should not be compromised during this difficult time. In fact, it should remain an important principle to guide the work of oversight bodies. Second, while the consideration to conduct physical visits is a decision that oversight bodies need to weigh in properly, the current COVID-19 situation in detention places certainly demand for detention monitoring to continue. How to do so? This is where oversight bodies may have to think outside the box. And indeed, if you check out the social media and news online, you will come across oversight bodies from different parts of the world modifying their approach using creative ways to continue their monitoring work, especially during this challenging period. Last but not least, the use of PPE equipment during visits to detention places like gloves or masks is not simply a straightforward measure. In fact, factors such as local context and sensitivity need to be considered as well. Thank you so much everyone for joining us this week on Perspectives. If you missed the last two podcasts, please subscribe to the show on Spotify or via RSS so you'll never miss a show again. If you like what you hear on our podcast, you might want to check out more about our work at www.apt.ch or alternatively, you can also drop us a message at apt at apt.ch. Be sure to tune in for our next episode where we will continue to brighten up your day and provoke your curious mind with our informative and interesting content. For now, this has been Shazira. Stay healthy and safe wherever you are.